Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Izzy and Kempe, weekdays from 6 on SENZ. Picture this. You're at the Basin Reserve, the sun's out, and you're on the grass embankment listening to SENZ on 7-11am. Now that is a seriously good day in Wellington. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Mark Stafford, kicking back and talking sport all afternoon. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Just battling. We were talking to Colin Munro, getting ready to put him on hold so I can have a chat to him and his phone just dropped out and now it's going straight to message. I hope the battery didn't go flat. Something like that. I'm keeping an eagle eye on Sammy to see if um, see if I can see him talking to him. Um, but some good questions coming in from uh, some quite funny ones too. So if you've got a searching question for Colin Munro, text them in double eight double three, and um, I'll put as many questions from you guys as we can. Um, and he, we've got him on the phone now. Munners, Colin Munro joins us. Uh, g'day, mate. G'day, mate. How you going? Very good, uh, Munners. Um, geez, a, a rare time for you to not be playing cricket. You seem to be popping up all over the world. Uh, how long have you been back in New Zealand? Yeah, I've um, yeah just got back probably two and a half weeks ago from doing a little something a bit different as a mentor in the Pakistan Junior League. So it's been nice to get home and, and spend some time with the family. How do you find that um, behind the ropes, I guess, and not, not swinging the bat and sharing your knowledge with some up-and-comers? Uh, quite frankly, it was awesome. I think, you know, having that, you know, waking up in the, you know, breakfast and having that sort of performance anxiety a little bit and you go, oh, crap, I've got another game to come today or, you know, having that sort of pressure to, to perform. It was nice to wake up and do a, you know, have a different routine rather than just plan and prepare individually. Um, you're trying to work around the other boys that are playing and, make sure that their preparation is up to scratch. And then, you know, once the game started, all you can do is sit and, and, and offer a little bit of advice here and there. But for the under-19 boys, it's more about trying to them coming up with the, with the ideas and the, and the plan and then talking about it after the game and see whether they, they executed it or not. Yeah, I love it. And I love it when um, either recently retired or, or people that have put in and you go back and give back to so the next generation can take... Uh, whatever they can from your skill set and then apply it to the game. I love that sort of stuff. But I wanted to ask you about um, New Zealand at the T20 World Cup. Um, we love it when teams go to World Cups and they save their best performance to the last. But we had our best performance in the first. We got the tournament round the wrong way, Colin. Yeah, it was sort of one of those ones, I think. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, when you, when you start out that way, you, you probably try and search and try to play that, that brand of cricket the whole time. But... Um, as you know, it doesn't always always come come out like that, especially being that high octane sort of you know go out there, play what's in front of you, and probably the wicket suited the way we went up about our cricket that game. Um, and then I know playing in the Big Bash, 
um, the new ball does move around a little bit, and you know you've got to try and give a little bit more respect to the bowlers up front, and then and then try and capitalise through the middle, and then at the end. So, um, yeah, it was it was one of those sort of tournaments that we didn't quite nail at the right times, but you know those that, those sort of things happen. A lot of the discussion amongst our listeners during the tournament and post-tournament has been the Finn Allen-Martin Guptill conversation that Gupta didn't even get a crack when I think pretty much everyone acknowledges he's one of our finest white ball batsmen of all time. Were you surprised he didn't get a go at the crease at some stage in the World Cup? Yeah, I was, to be honest. But, you know, I think, you know, in all credit to Finn, the way he played the first game um, were sort of, hoping that he would come out and do that again later on in the tournament. And I think, you know, the, the, the special thing about Finn, the way he plays, is that, you know, I've, I've been there as well, and the way they play, or that type of person plays in striking at 170 or 160, which is a lot higher than I ever did, but it's he's not going to come off more times than not. You know, he's going to fail a lot of times. It's about him being happy with that and then going out there and, and, and trying to execute his plan, because when he does come off, he's He's one of the world's best, um, you know, whereas with Guppy, you could probably rely on him a little bit more in terms of being more consistent because of the way he goes about his business, striking that one sort of 135 range. So I think with Gupp, you know what you're going to get. With Finn, you don't know, but he's got that X factor that can take the game away from you. If you bats for seven, o's, seven eight overs, the game's pretty much done. And I guess the other surprising thing, and it's been met with uh, quite a... Quite an amount of criticism is that Martin Guptill hasn't made the the series against India. Now, I'm no selector, so and it's not an experimental thing, World Cups, but this is an Indian tour coming to New Zealand. Uh, three of their best players aren't coming, they're being rested. So you'd have to say it's a, I mean, no international cricket is a nothing series, but it's a, it's a lesser series because the best players aren't there. Trent Bolt's not playing. Um, but the fact that Martin Guptill didn't even make that, that must be... I find it, personally, I find it really offensive to a guy that sacrificed so much for the country. He's won us so many games. He's been an absolute leader of cricket that he doesn't get a crack, much like uh, Brennan McCullum did, much like Ross Taylor did. These servants, even if they just said, we're going to play him in Auckland, a packed crowd, a determined Martin Gubdal, the first six that goes over the roof would go nuts. And if anything, if anything other sports in New Zealand get, the public in behind your sport like the Black Ferns have, there was an opportunity missed, I feel, and if I was Martin Guptill, um, pardon my French, but I'd be massively pissed off. Yeah, absolutely. I think when, I was, I was surprised even him, with him and even Chapman to a certain um, degrees, you know, you get selected for a World Cup squad and then you come back home and they don't get selected for the next series where there's been no ball cricket in New Zealand for boys to put their, their you know, their, their name in the headlights to, to perform. Um, and Guppy's obviously in one-day cricket's done done pretty well too. Uh, Chapman as well did really well against Pakistan in that series before the World Cup. You know, batting at number five or six is probably the hardest position to bat in T20 cricket. So you've got to go in there and either consolidate and, and try and rebuild or you've got to go out there and try and smack it from ball one. And he did a great job doing that. So, yeah, I do think, Hopefully New Zealand Cricket's had the conversation with both of them and, and been really upfront with them and, and, on, and honest with their communication. Um, so so they, they know where they lie as cricket is moving forward. But uh, yeah, with Guppy, if you know someone that's played that long um, and given so much to New Zealand Cricket, he, you know, to be honest, he could have gone anywhere in the world 
over the last year or two and, and, and picked up contracts, but he wanted to play World Cups and he wanted to still represent New Zealand in, in Waipo cricket. And, you know, I think it was only, I don't even know if he's given up the Red Bull stuff yet. So, you know, he's given it all to, to New Zealand cricket for a long time. Um, and, you know, if we've seen the last of him, it's pretty disappointing that New Zealand public don't get to see him play in, 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 the, in the black uh, one more time. And the other thing, we're talking to Colin Munro, the other thing I found really weird, Colin, was um, when they handed out the contracts, Jimmy Neesham didn't get one, Martin Guptill did get one, Jimmy Neesham's been playing, Martin Guptill hasn't. Did they cock up the contracts? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, Jimmy and Jimmy and Guppy, totally different players. Um, I think, you know, what Jimmy's done for New Zealand as well is, you know, put up some really good numbers as T20 stats are on, you know, sort of no one, no one comes close at that number six and seven finishing role. So, um, yeah, and that's why he's getting selected around the world to play franchise cricket. I was, I was just surprised that obviously him and Trent Bolt are on the similar position in terms of turning down a contract and, and going to play franchise cricket for a while. And obviously Bolte's not in this series and then Jimmy is. And it's, you know, it's how do they communicate that with the players? You know, I wouldn't like to be in New Zealand cricket series right now in terms of some players have gone off and played franchise cricket and, and been forgotten about. And then some guys give, a, give, give up a contract and then go to World Cups. And then now Bolte's not playing this one. And then now Jimmy's in the series. It's, it's, it's quite a mess. There needs to be a simple simple line uh, in the sand where if players choose to go overseas um, they you know give up New Zealand cricket or is it New Zealand cricket giving up the time now and saying listen we, we can't compete with the leagues around the world we need to we need to try and have a little bit of an open mind here and let players go and play and and learn to play you know how good would it be if Finale went and played around the world for the next two or three years um, got a heap of experience playing against some of the best players in the world and then came back a better person and well, not a better person but a better cricketer mm. and uh, you know really really put on put on a show for New Zealand for the next 10 or 15 years and really work closely together with the players to make sure that they're sort of having the best of both worlds rather than having to choose to go and play franchise cricket or, or choose the country because it's, it's a hard decision to make. Yeah, I agree with you. Get that experience playing in different conditions, all the best bowlers in the world. And I'd suggest, Colin Monroe, that you're probably a better cricketer now than, than you used to be. Like I saw your game transform somewhat over in Perth that you had a bit more of a patient start. Uh, you've become a really effective team member. You're still destructive, but um, it was almost like the travelling that you did gave you a mental edge to your game and a development into your game that maybe you didn't realise was there, but now it's there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's probably playing more for, I won't say for the team, but giving a, a specific role for the team. My, my, my role in New Zealand cricket when I played was to go out there and be destructive, and I thought that was just going out there and, you know, slogging, whereas, you know, now obviously playing over the world, all around the world and, and talking to different players, it's about, you know, adapting to conditions and, and putting myself, what did the team need at this specific time? And I try to do that with the black caps, but the noise come off to, you know, and then unfortunately, um, you know, things didn't go my way towards the end. But I think, yeah, I'm a far better player now than I ever was. I think, just put things in perspective, I really go out there and enjoy my cricket now. Um, at the age now, if I'm not enjoying my cricket, then there's no point in me travelling and and giving up time away from home, away from the family, and, and going to go sit in a hotel room and be miserable just for, um, 
just for a, a paycheck. So for me, it's about you know going out and enjoying my cricket and um, immersing myself in the environment, wherever that may be, whether it's in Big Bash or Pakistan or wherever it is, and, and trying to make that environment uh, really, really healthy. And then it helps me with my cricket, takes my focus off, off my performance uh, when I'm helping other people around me. I asked the listeners for some questions, Colin, and they've been coming in, so we'll rip through some. Can you ask Colin Munro about how he found the 100 in the UK um, and a bit about the rules and how it compares to T20, so the 100? Yeah, the first year was a little bit, I wasn't too sure how to take it, um, but sort of soon adapted adapted to it. And the following, the, this last year now with the Trent Rockets, it was, you know, it's been done and dusted, tried and tested and it was really good. I thought it got the crowds and helped the women's game tremendously in, in, in the UK. And then, like, the difference in the rules, it's for guys like me that aren't really good with numbers, it's pretty tough to see balls and runs and trying to adapt the equation to how, well, how many runs you need off these, these five balls because you look up on the, on the screen, usually in a T20 game, and you see, oh, you need eight and a half and over. Okay, it's gone up to nine and a half. Okay, yeah, it's gone up to twelve. We need to we need to get a get, get you know we need to get a get a crack on. But when you only see balls and runs, it's hard to know exactly how hard to go. So um, yeah, if in doubt, you just got to keep going. And uh, you know that's the, that's the great thing about hundred balls is that you shouldn't really get bowled out in it. So you can you can keep going the whole way down. I've had a heap of questions from one uh, listener, Zaid. Our, our listeners will be very aware of Zaid, but he's very excited that you are going to uh, Brisbane uh, from Perth because Brisbane is his team. He likes their teal colours, and he wants to know how you think uh, your new team's going to go in the Big Bash with the personnel you've got. Yeah, we've got a we've got a wonderful team. I think. Um they put together really well. We've got Usman Kawaja come back to, well, not come back, but gone, gone to the heat. And I think he's going to captain when he comes back. So I think myself and Billings leave after that Perth game. And then you've got uh, Manus, Labashain and, and Usman Kawaja to come back and, and fit in quite nicely when we leave. So sort of like luck for luck players at the top there anyway. So, yeah, I think we've got a really good balance in teams. Uh, we've got a really good good bowling attack. Mies has come back. Bartlett swings a new ball. Um, so yeah, and Swepson's going to pro- hopefully play a lot of cricket for us. The, the league spinner who's been very successful over there. So yeah, really looking forward to getting into it. Obviously, it's disappointing not going back to Perth, uh, winning the, the competition last year. But just that's the way franchise cricket is these days. You've just got to, like I said before, you've got to go in, jump in uh, in the deep end, and immerse yourself in that environment, that culture, and then and, and just try and add to it and, and, and play play and have some fun. Awesome, Colin. Fantastic talking to you today. Uh, I've really enjoyed it, and I'm just wondering if we can just uh, stay in touch with you during the Big Bash, but I will promise not to call you after a single-figure dig or a team loss, but we'll give you a call if you get lots of runs and your team wins. How about that? Yeah, all good. If that used to affect me, you can call me any time, mate. Um, I'm not going to be too hung up on that. So, yeah, back in the day, I might not have answered the call, but now it's... Uh, yeah, I can answer it any Awesome, Colin. It's a wonderful competition. Cool that you're in it. We'll stay in touch. Thanks heaps for today. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Colin Munro, one of the best, most destructive batsmen in the T20 game. Let's go to New Sport and Weather with Johnny, and we'll come back to you after that. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.